Last time on Folk and Fantasy, the gang devised a plan for taking down the evil James Hackett and collecting the pieces of the fabled Godrend. And then they went on a shopping spree. Figure out what happens next on this week's episode of Folk and Fantasy. Welcome to Folk and Fantasy, everybody. This this is where you say hello, dear hello. listener. Uh, no, 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 oh. not you, the listener. Oh, shit. This is where you say hello back with your windows open in your car. Aloha. No. Idiot. Hola. I was trying to do Dora and I said aloha like an idiot. I am your host, your DM, your lad from another dad. That's me. It's me, Pete. Hi, Pete. Hello. You look lovely today. Is that a new it's, shirt? I haven't brushed my hair. I'm oh, actually no. buck naked, so. I mean, yeah, I mean, it does get rid of all the static electricity that is transferred from your shirt to the microphone. If you just do, if you just, you know, do it shirtless. But, you know, some people like to go the extra mile and do it right in the buck. In- introduce me quick so that my story can be my introduction so I don't have to think of another thing. <laughs> and I'm throwing it over to Aaron. Aaron, it's now your turn. Hi, I'm Aaron. Uh, I had a teacher in college that told me about a husband and wife Foley artist duo. So making sound effects for movies using props and things that would record the sound effects in the nude so that there were no other sound interruptions. And he was like talking about it like it was a really cute story. Like they bonded a lot. They've got a really strong marriage. And then he was like, but yeah, it's just them recording the sound effects. And then they've got an assistant that's actually running the board. And I was like, oh, my God, to have to be that assistant. It was really cute. I was like, hey, if you're going to have a job with a spouse, you might as well do it in the nude. Yeah, Until but now there was an assistant. In front of this like college intern that's just like, <laughs> and we're rolling. Here we go. No, that one sounded a little, a little hollow. I guess we have to <laughs> a little s- do fleshy. it again. It was a little wet. Try again. <sighs> but have you seen the sketch from Whitest Kids You Know where they're a Foley artist and they have to make sound effects for a blowjob? Oh, no. <laughs> no, but I have friends that have lived that experience. Oh, yes. no. But yeah, no, it's like, what does it sound like? I think it's like putting in a boot. Yeah. Putting in a boot. <laughs> I'm so upset by this. Well, speaking Pete, of... I, a, I was given a whole lecture about how to make <laughs> sex sounds for, for movies. Because they were like, you just... It's just an unfortunate truth. You will have to do this at some point. Well, we got Shelby over there. I didn't start the fire. <laughs> Who did? Tell me now. None of you laughed and... I, I Chase um, 100% I laughed. Slightly okay. chuckled. Listen, listen, I may not have laughed outwardly, but inside I had a nice, good, hearty belly laugh. I don't understand hurt. that song, guys. It's a lie. But why... Why do they say so many random things and then they said, like, we didn't start a fire? I have a feeling that it's to do with, like, pop culture references and the times and, like, we didn't do this. All these new things that we have here. This is somebody else. Chase, I think she was trying to make the the ha-has and you came in with really deep, real shit. I'm sorry. And I, no, like, no, what's I appreciate wrong with you, that because I was honestly genuinely confused 
by we didn't start the fire. It brought me down so much. I was like, man, <laughs> do I need to dive deeper into this song? Really figure out the meaning on a level that only Chase Fisher can understand? Anyway, Chase is here. Maybe it's like we didn't start the fire, but damn, we're really enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> but damn, we're going to let it burn. It's a hella good fire. It's hot. We don't need no water. Let the motherfucker burn. <laughs> hey, we got Chase. Hi, guys. Do you ever wish that you could be that little colorful part on the inside of a marble that kind of spins around? You know the one I'm talking about. Yes, every day. I wish I was that sometimes. That sounds like fun. I that wish is... I was that appealing to people. <laughs> I do wish that. Because tell you what, the amount of times I see that, I'm like, I bet that tastes delicious. If I could only crack the, the hard candy exterior on that marble. Wait, 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 you wait, 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 wait. You want to uh-huh. eat the inside of the marble or be the inside of the marble? I both. I, I want to be one now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also often think about how much I wish I could taste that colorful part. Because I know if I can just bite through the clear part, the candy, the hard candy shell of a marble, what I can get going? to the nice juicy center. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it a lot. It keeps me up at night. In a good way, though, again. It's, it's going to keep dreams. me up at night, too, now. <laughs> Wait, are you not supposed to eat the, the marbles? Well, you're not supposed to chew them. Yeah, yeah. You need to swallow them, yeah. Hang on, I need to go like to call pill. my dentist. I'm gonna, I've got to explain some things. Your dentist? If you ate them, you need to call a surgeon. Dentist should be like your third call. Unless they came out the other side. <laughs> surgeon, dentist, psychologist. <laughs> we should probably start the show. We've been recording a long time. This is not even the longest we've done without... No... <laughs> You're right, I, remember the Digimon episode? I Dude. have it from an audience member that they loved the Digimon episode. I know, so many people have said that. <laughs> Dude, I love yeah. the Digimon episode. <laughs> I forget what we even talked about. <laughs> I hated it while it was happening, but I enjoyed listening to it later. <laughs> I think that's think- part of the enjoyment, though, is how much Shelby audibly hates when we go off on these tangents. That's part of what makes them fun. It's a goal for me. I'm like, man, how how long do I think I can get us to record before I do Twiggly Voice? How long before that has to actually make an appearance? I've had to do high-pitched voices for a long period of time, and I get it. It's not even that painful. It's just like, it's just curiosity of like, Mm. 15 minutes? No, No Twiggly Voice so far? Okay, okay, okay. Let's see how far we can take this. (laughs) <laughs> Peter, I definitely forgot what happened at the end of last episode. Will you please sweep us away? Oh, well, then I will sweep us away. Uh, well, under the rug where the borrowers lay, and uh, here's the story. Of uh, our story, right? Yeah. Not the borrowers' Do you, do you story? actually need a recap, Shelby, or... No, do I just, I, go? I don't, I honestly don't remember what the last, like, what our decision was. I probably uh, wrote it you, down in you, my you, massive notes. You were going to go fight the Pisanoi. And some of... I, I, right. Oh, it's all coming back. I know I didn't articulate any of it right then, but I just remembered everything. Let's go. All right. I am trying so hard to think of a quote from the borrowers. And I can't. That's probably for the best. I name him Cheese. If you had asked me when I was nothing eight. but Cheese. <laughs> Costs a lot of money. money. There it there is. There it is. Got it. <laughs> 
Here we are on the Salt Lake Sands, an island of nondescript architecture and simple people, if you definitely count the horse-headed barkeep who resides in the bar, the Ed's Winnie. Our heroes, Storm on the Horizon, Twiggly Bushberry, and Chancosa, now find themselves in a rather wonderful predicament. The crew now has themselves a brand new smaller boat, which they have decided to keep in order to expand their fleet. But first, our party must do the impossible. Conduct interviews with the locals who want to sail with them to the ends of the earth, and oh. then convince them that they're going to fight a terrible, awful ship that has been known to sink other ships. I forgot we were. We need more crew. Damn it! Twi Twiggly's flying around the bar. I've <laughs> been uh, waiting like two weeks to say this. Now that Twiggly has a flying cloak, no. <laughs> he, he's just whirring around the bar. I didn't give him too, that much sugar. I'm sorry. It's, it's fine. He's just like this. Oh. Leafly flies with him. How? He doesn't have a cloak. Uh, Leafly can fly as an echo. Leafly is holding on to Twiggly's big toe. That's how he's flying. Hey, Peter, <laughs> uh, question about uh, Leafly. Because the last piece of the Godran Twiggly received gave him the ability to uh, use disguise self at will. Yes. Does that also disguise Leafly? It does not. <sighs> Leafly doesn't also take the shape? Leafly does not take the shape. He takes the shape of you because... But if Twiggly is taking the shape... It's not actually shape... changing your shape. It's like a fake image over you. Exactly. Uh, okay. Aaron, I have a question for you. Does huh. Does Twiggly wear shoes? Or is he like a like a hobbit? Shelby. What? How many times have I said the phrase super jumpy boots? I know, I know, but Peter said he was holding onto your toe, so I was wondering if, like, in normal life, when he's just a regular halfling and doesn't have super jumpy boots or have the need for super jumpy boots, does he normally wear shoes or is he normally just barefoot everywhere? You know, I, I guess it is a fair point. I, I guess without super jumpy boots, I would imagine Twiggly barefoot. Oh, that's gross. Or or maybe he's yeah. got toeless boots. Uh, so when I first got the boots, Peter did say that they had the toes in them kind of like water shoes. I forgot about that. But it's kind of horrifying to me, so I haven't <laughs> actually kept them in my images. All right, Peter, are you going to send us a list of who, who we're talking to, or have we not even posted with um, Craig yet? Uh, I um, do you want to post with Craig? Yeah, let's we haven't spoken to to a Craig in a while. So you see a new Craig, very similar to the other ones that you have met, mm -hmm. i.e. like a mound of a person, and you wonder just how they just get along how they how he just gets along with the day. And he uh sees you and he goes, Oh hey, what's up? <laughs> Shelby so so forgot about the voice. It's <laughs> such a Craigslist voice. <laughs> Good sir, we need some more crew members. You need some more crew members? Okay, uh, let me get out a sheet of paper here, and uh, what do you want it to say? Crew members. We, we need new crew members. Crew members, Period. we need new crew members. 
love, love. Storm, Twiggly, and not Sean because he doesn't love anything. Uh, well, hey now. <laughs> hey now. I love myself quite this a bit. Oh, he he's a big fan of Firestorm. And me, right? Yes, of course I love you. You're my son. Of course I love you. Twiggly, Twiggly uses disguise self and becomes a slightly larger black. Do you love me now? Ew. <laughs> yes, yes, Why I do. I hate everything that I'm seeing right in front of me right now. And Twiggly shakes his tentacles. Can you read the note back, Craig? All right. Crew members. We need crew members. Love... Uh-huh. Storm on the horizon, Twiggly, and not Sean because he doesn't love anything. Hey, that's not true. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Do you guys think we need to, like, specify that it's a boat crew and not, like, we're putting on a a show? We need crew, you know? Yeah, yeah, probably. Can you write just boat in big letters at the top? Okay, hang on. I got to get a new sheet of paper, and he just throws the old one away and... Listen, if there was a way that I could erase this without having to use a quill or something yeah, like that. Understandable, I... understandable. We definitely don't want a bunch of those weirdo theater kids to show up. Yeah, weird right? theater kids. They weird like theater kids. do things like improv and weird Dungeons and Dragons. They break out <laughs> into song. <laughs> what is it do you have against uh, theater kids? No, no, no. It's, it's not that I'm one of them. I just want to know. I just, I am just really proud of my performance of Guys and Dolls in <laughs> the eleventh grade. Craig, let me tell you about theater kids. It's just most of the time they're way too attractive for the rest of the world and wildly <laughs> talented, and they're just so funny. You know, you get them on a, 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 I don't know, a comedy podcast, and they all just really click, just because they all. They're just really attractive and, and sexy theater. It's a, you're, you're God's dang right. I mean, what? It's a dramatic irony fourth wall thing. Don't uh, don't worry about it. No, no, no. I, I understand completely. So, so you just get that ad out there. I'm sure whatever it says will get us the people we need, you know? So I'm just going to put boat looking for new crew members. Uh, where where can they find you? What was the name of that bar we were Oh, Ed Swinney. Ed's Winnie. Got it. That horse dude kind of freaks me out. Yeah. He's kind of a dick. Storm raises her hand. Yes, Storm. You have the floor. Uh, I was wondering, while we wait for people to see our ad, if maybe I could try my, my cloak of the manta ray. Yeah, and I'll practice flying. And I'll practice getting hit, but then not being there. <laughs> I'll punch you. You want me to punch you? Uh, yeah. A two. <laughs> Pretty sure that was a whiff, regardless. Twiggly, I think the way that makes sense for him to use disguise self is he, like, when he's flying around, he wants to shrink and make himself look like a bird. Like a like mm-hmm. a large bird, but, like, still in the parameters <laughs> of the spell, you know? Uh, yeah. A Twiggly you could probably look bird. like a bald eagle without shrinking. Yes, but That's I don't true. think Twiggly is doing a good job at disguising self. I think it looks like Twiggly has a really crappy Halloween costume on. <laughs> like a, a Twiggly got a little bit smaller, his belly got a little bit rounder, and it looks like he's wearing a shirt that's made out of feathers and <laughs> that has a hood that has like one big feather sticking up like alfalfa, and then he's got like a beak with like a string that goes around his face, and his face is like still twiggly it just looks like he has a little beak uh, like <laughs> around his face uh so disguise self 
will only make you look like another person. So all of that tracks. You can basically try to look to have a costume that looks like a bird, but you can't actually like try to look like a bird. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. You can still fool other people. You can still fool other people into thinking that you are, in fact, a little a little twiggly bird. Uh, or a little twiggly bird. <laughs> Tw- Twiggly's just standing in a tree. Oi, what's that over there? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Kind of looks like a bird to me. You sure about that? <laughs> just jumps down with a giant knife. It'd be great. So, Storm, uh, you wanted to actually try to use the cloak of the manta ray. Is that right? Yes. All right. What does this whole event look like? We walk over to the beach and Storm slowly puts the hood up. Starts to walk towards the water, and then immediately walks away. Oh! Can I can I make a strength check to see if I can toss her into the water? <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought gentle encouragement. <clears throat> no, no. Oh God, no! That doesn't sound I'll like John. Grab her legs. I'll grab her legs. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I will say this, and I'm sorry, Shelby, but with everything going on, I think that is a. Uh, Strength check by both Twiggly and uh, and Chan, or a strength check with advantage from one of you, and then Storm. That is a strength check from you to avoid getting grappled. I have horrible, you, um, horrible strength. Or you can use dexterity if I recall. I've been correctly. waiting for this. This is my secret surprise for everybody. Everybody, just one second here. Oh no, I'm going to drop all of these by accident. Did you guys hear that? Yeah, there's a, I'm gonna give a little shout out to to Bob Jonathan Galvez. He what? bought me dice. Is it his name? Backpack? No, no that's no, that's, that's Daniel. <laughs> oh. Another sorry, another sorry, wonderful Bob. listener. But thank you, Bob. He's been listening to our show for quite a while now, and and he decided to buy me dice. Since Chase has new dice, I think we should let Chase roll it twice. So let's give Chase advantage for that strength check. All right, and then a strength or dexterity from Shelby. Yeah, I already rolled it. I'm waiting to see what. <laughs> That's a 17. Yeah, so I got a four, but I wanted you to actually roll your dice. So. <laughs> <laughs> now that I get to a year in. <laughs> Listen, he could have rolled two natural ones. It's a one in 4,000 possibility, but it's still a possibility. Um, <laughs> Is that math correct? Yeah, 20 times 20. So 20 I get time. thrown into the ocean. 20 yeah. times 20 is 400. Aaron? Wait. Is it? Yeah. Wait. Hmm. There's, there's, there's actual math involved. There's actual math involved that I'm not good at. 20 times 20 is 400. You're right. It's, it's 2 times 2 and then you add all the zeros. Hang You've on. said it so many times on this show and I've always been like, I wonder where he's getting that number from. Oh no. I guess I, I, guess I just added an extra zero because I'm an idiot. Okay. Am I in the water? <laughs> Am I in the water? Uh, Sean, what does it look like when you grab Storm? I assume Storm, you don't want to go in the water, yeah? Uh, n- no, she's still scared of it. She was trying to get over her fear, but uh, you know, yeah, you know no. when cats are scared and they kind of get all clingy to things. <laughs> I assume that's what's happening to Chan's arm right now. But of course, it's to the cool because he got the cool, like weird black glove thing. So I assume it's on that big super ripped arm, and she's just kind of like, <laughs> kind of hanging on the underside of it, and he's like shaking it over the water. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm picturing there. No, I'm 
scared. Please don't. <laughs> Eventually. Um, oh, and because we had Twiggly's help action, like a spatula maybe or something or a stick prior <laughs> off. Uh, Twiggly goes and tickles Storm under the arms to get her to let go. <laughs> and into the water Storm goes. <laughs> Storm, you are probably in about, uh, if I had to guess, maybe three foot, three feet of ocean water at this point. But as you float there for but a second with your possible thrashing, it feels natural as if this is a good thing. This is a an okay thing. Wait, guys, hold on. I think the cloak works. Guys, wait. <laughs> She dives under and comes back up. Wait, no. I don't know if I'm a cat anymore. I think I'm... <laughs> she dives under again. She comes back up. Guys, I think, I think I'm a dolphin now. Like, this feels like... This feels awesome. And she dives back under. She stays under there. You really skipping uh, over the catfish see... joke you could have made there? I'm a cat. Oh, fuck. She, like, jumps straight in the air out of the water and goes, I'm a catfish. <laughs> It's not as as cool, though, because Chase said it first. (laughs) So, Storm, as you begin swimming underwater, it feels like it's weird. It's like all of the muscle movements that you have previously like did not have for swimming in water are just there. I feel like I'm made out of jello, like water jello, you know, water jello. What's your swim speed again? 60 feet. Um, 60 so feet. So you're pretty fast, too. Yeah. She, I'm like speed. a cheetah in the water. I'm a sword water fish. I'm a, I'm a cat water. Fish water cat sword you're a fish. Cheetah fish. <laughs> I'm a cheetah fish cat. You actually see Brandywine, your mermaid companion, underneath the water. I and, wave. Uh, she Wait, waves while, back. While I catch a wave, I wave. She, she gives you a thumbs up. Do you see that? Do you see me swimming? Brandywine. Brandywine, did you see? Did you yes, see me? I, I saw. jumped out of the water and I came back in? Yeah, swim over there for a second. Where? <laughs> over there. Okay, well, you need to be more specific. You're not pointing uh, or do anything. You see, You're do you see the coral over there. over there? Do you see the coral over there? It's kind of pretty over there. You got to check it out. Oh, there's pink coral over there, huh? Yeah, I found a whole bunch of it over there. See if you can get a little bit more because I think, think we have a whole bunch of... Uh, we have a whole bunch we that we need. We have a lot need. of crew now. I, yeah. Hold on. Let me go grab some friends of mine so they can be a part of the podcast, and then I'll go grab that, okay? <laughs> one second. One second. I, I, I just need to have a private conversation. Brandywine sticks her head out of the water. She's using a magic item, isn't she? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And she's that, doing so well. She She's doing great. She's doing Storm amazing. Storm sticks her head above the water. I'm so proud of you. You're doing it. I did it. I'm a little fishy lady. Woo-hoo! Yeah, go go keep swimming. Let the adults talk. Oh, yeah, I was wondering if you guys wanted to come get some coral with me. Uh, we'll be right there, hon. Okay. She dives <laughs> back under. Uh, you don't seem happy about this, do you? It's not that I'm not happy. It's just very sudden. And, you know, we talked about, like, actually getting to, for me to actually teach her how to swim and... You know, this is fine. This is good. Were you, were you looking forward to that or something? I mean, kind of. Well, I mean, I've never had to teach it. anyone. Then actually have her teach me. Like <laughs> She tries. You're in control of this world. You never... <sighs> you never went back to her. <laughs> why is this... Why are we arguing about this? Twiggly shouts at Shelby and Peter. <laughs> She's swimming. It's great. Storm comes back up with a, a, a jellyfish. Guys, have you seen these things? Can, the you, uh, can you make a constitution you. saving throw there? <laughs> <laughs> Only 
that's a one. You take three poison damage as the ah! jellyfish stings you. Don't touch those. The squishy things, they're, they're pain. They're bad squishies. Don't touch the squishies. Also, I got the coral. So we should probably go back to the bar. Yeah, that sting is kind of bad. Um, do one of you two want to pee on it or shall I? I already am. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I tried to warn her about the tops versus the bottom. She didn't listen. I, oh I rushed into action. You, uh, okay, you actually did it before though. she touched the jellyfish, too. Yeah, you was some, some Some preemptive care right there. John, I also found this. Uh-huh. And she puts a seahorse in his hand. I thought... Put it back in the water! No, hold on, hold on. (laughs) Why is it so small? I ride a horse, and and Twiggly gets to ride his puppy, so I thought you would want to have a horse, too. (laughs) Why is it so small? What do you mean? I mean, seahorses are usually much bigger than this. (laughs) (laughs) I... I cast enlarge on the seahorse. <gasps> we have a potion of growth. Oh, I've got a spell. It's all good. <laughs> How large does it get? It doubles in size, so it's still really not that it's big. Not that big. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I hand it over to Black, and Black is very excited, and he hops on the seahorse's back as it's suffocating. Wow, this is a beautiful moment. Smash cut to the inner workings of the seahorse's brain. Bad, bad, bad. No breathe, no breathe, bad. <laughs> Uh, no, we give the seahorse back to Brandywine and then go back to the bar. We don't let the seahorse die, everyone. We only kill bad guys. And Tombford. <laughs> Tombford was kind of a bad guy. Okay, good. As you begin walking back to the bar, you see uh, a whole bunch of your other crew, uh, Rare and uh, Pickle, um, with a paint bucket. And they look at the back of the boat, which has painted on there the Grand Ripper. And Pickle looks at you and says, are we changing the name or do you like this? No, it's the Biddy Bumbler. The Biddy Bumbler. Really? (laughs) That's the motif that we're going for? Your name is Pickle. And you're judging (laughs) what we call things? Oh my God. Oh my God. Peter. What? We have a new pony at work and his name is Pickle. And I thought and I was like, (gasps) I wonder if they named him after that, that character Pickle. And I was like, that's from our podcast. (laughs) 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 Like my brain honestly didn't. I was like, oh, he's Pick Pick Livic Levu or whatever his actual name is. And I said that to my coworker and she was like, what? And I was like, you know, Pickle. And I was like. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. That's never mind. <laughs> it's like when you're like, oh, it's like it's like Jeffrey, my imaginary friend. Oh. Don't you know oh, him? Oh, wait. <laughs> I am both I I I'm not both anything. I'm actually kind of happy about that. I'm so, I'm not I'm not I'm not upset at all. That's awesome. You got to refer to him I, by his I full don't name know. From I've never on. met this horse, but I love Pickle. All right. Hey, who who we want to talk to first, guys? Looking at our list of candidates, I'm very 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 interested to meet Meat Thresher. I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> I'm just very confused about Meat Meat Thresher as a name. Meat Thresher Jovab? Okay, Meat Thresher <laughs> Jovab. Huh. There's a joke here that I'm missing. I can feel it. Meat Thresher I'm Jovab. staring at this. Something like his jaw. So are we meeting Meat Thresher first then? Yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> 
as uh, you call out for uh, Mate Thresher to come forward, you see a rather large lizard folk walk up to we you can't guys. Have that. <laughs> I, I, I'm the only one. No, 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 no. And you see that he mostly rep, uh, resembles a crocodile. Mm. Uh, he is kind of on the heftier side in both muscle mass and in uh, his rotundness. Hey, guys, guys, you remember from a few episodes ago? Crikey. Remember those guys? We killed those guys. Like, this guy's a cri- cri- crocodile. There's Crikey. Oh, those guys. They were loud. I, yeah. I don't think about the people we kill. I just kind of let that be. Okay. But, uh, yeah, no. This crocodile lizard folk walks up to you guys, sits down at the table, and he goes, Why, howdy, how are you doing? <laughs> My name is Meat Thresher Jovab. Most people just call me Jovab, but Meat Thresher was my mother-given name. Hello. Peter, is he wearing a tiny cowboy hat? <laughs> he can be. Please. <laughs> like the tiniest. The really, really <laughs> tiny. Like, how is it on there? It's like a thumbtack. Not a thumbtack, a thimble. Thimble. A thimble. Uh, yeah, you see the tiniest little uh, cowboy hat on him. I like him. Now, who do I have the pleasure of meeting and being interviewed by? All three of us will be interviewing you, sir. Uh, first off, we'd like to ask you a few basic questions. How many boats have you uh, been on? To answer your question, that storm on the horizon, I'm Twiggly Bushberry. This is Chancosa. That was the question he asked. That uh, That is the answer. Thank you. Continue. What, uh, uh, go on with your question, Storm. How many boats have you been on? Uh, I gotta say at least two. I had to sail away from Marsh Island. Oh, very. Right. Uh, that's, my, that's my home island. Very, very nice. You from Marsh Island? I thought you were Swamp Island. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I we're oh yeah. No, we're bitter enemies, isn't that right? Oh no, are we cousin cities or do we hate each other? I forget. It's like you're the Cubs and you're the White Sox. Wait, are you from that Swamp Island? Yeah, yeah, from I'm from Swamp Island. Yeah. Uh, he looks you dead in the eye and he goes, "You're all right." I can say the same about you, big guy. And I awkwardly go up to punch him in the shoulder but i think better of it and don't do that make me a strength check (laughs) that's a 12 uh well with a 21 he reaches over and gives you a big old hug i i I sink into it because it reminds me of my mom she was about the same size (laughs) (laughs) so so what kind of skills you got to bring to the table well i gotta say that i'm a mighty fine cook at least in my own opinion i mean can you can you please to, 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 like be a little less prevalent? <laughs> less prevalent. Ten decibels. <sighs> well, I'm a little bit of a cook. I do a lot of my own home cooking. A lot of people say that what I do is very good. We already have a cook. Well, I'm big and strong. Well, we're gonna have two boats, Storm. Yeah, we're gonna have a lot of crew. It it. Uh... If we're going to start a a fleet, we'll need another cook. Is there a kitchen in the bitty bitty bumbler? Yeah. There is. It is. (laughs) Aaron said yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, of course there is. Let me think that into existence. It is far smaller than the one that is in the Caribbean bumbler. Will will he fit? Uh, He'll fit. I feel like he and Fa would just have a great time together. 
meat thresher. Yes, Miss Storm? Our other cook. He is also sort of okay when it comes to battle. How would you say your skills transfer to battling? Now, what kind of battling are you talking about? Sometimes we get boarded by pirates. Sometimes, you know, we're shooting at at pirates. And, there may uh, be an encounter with a big red fish. We're giants, not quite sure. Giant slug um, ships, things like that. Have you heard of the Pisonoi? I heard about it. I heard it's a really mean thing. Our next stop is to is to mess it up. Really? Yeah. Well, hopefully there's some people. I did some people wrestling one of the, uh like three <laughs> months ago and uh, <laughs> uh, Oh, that's funny. I like that. <laughs> that's good. I I don't get it. Crocodile wrestling. Like crocodile wrestling. Oh. He's, he's, he's flipping the script. It's hilarious. <laughs> I liked it. But, you know, I, I think that I could probably, you know, hug someone really hard and wrestle them to the point of uh, possible suffocation, uh, which is why I'm currently looking for new employment. So you lost your last job because you murdered someone? Because uh, that's fine with us. Uh, well... Well, the lawyers are saying a little bit closer to, I don't know, like, like a work hazard. Look, it's, it, if you turn somebody into a whoopee cushion every once in a while, that's not, uh, that's not our job to judge. Yeah, we're not going to judge you, but please don't talk about it on our <laughs> podcast. Thank you. That's, that's okay, um, but I would much more enjoy not being on this island and being far, far in the middle of international waters, if you Are know you what on I'm the saying. Run? I think he's a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so's rare, so I mean. What? Oh, God, shit. What? What? Oh. what are you talking about? Nothing. Nothing. We'll, uh, uh, we'll get, we'll, uh, we'll be in touch, meet Jovab. Well, thank you very much. I, I really hope. And he grabs your hand to shake it, but it's gentle when he grabs it. And he looks you dead in the eye and goes, I really hope that I might be able to join your crew and leave this place. Okay, bye. And he uh, steps away from the table and leaves. Yeah, that guy's definitely a criminal. Yeah, Which yeah, could make things exciting. It also yeah, means he's yeah, desperate yeah. and will do whatever we tell him to. We also, like, we have enough people after us, but let's let's <laughs> meet some other people first. Who would you guys like to call? Tom of Rum? Coming forward to you is a tabaxi. He is um, black and white, and the white spots on his stomach and face looks like that he has a mustache and goatee. <gasps> um, <laughs> wait, on his stomach? Well, yes. Uh, he, it looks like he has a mustache and goatee on his stomach as well? That's how well, far down the, the goatee goes. Spots, the white spots, yes. that's <laughs> The goatee goes all the way down to his navel. But you see that he does seem to be wearing very old and very worn clothing. Oh, I totally forgot. I forgot to mention he is also only about four feet tall. I love oh, him, no. but he's very <laughs> big and round. Uh, what? Is he a little chubby? Got a little, got a little beer belly. Uh, he's actually kind of frail. And uh, he comes up and he says, "Uh, hi. Oh, um, my name is uh Rum Tum. Rum Tum Tugger. Does Rum Tum have any like weird? Does Does Rum Tum have any facial deformities? Uh, no. 
Okay. Okay. I'm just like, cause like if these if these tabaxi are like, oh, we'll we'll name we'll name our our kid after something we're thinking about. Oh, storm on the horizon. There's a storm over there. I see that. Oh, there's an eclipse or something. And That's then that literally one... how my parents named me. Good job. Right. And then the one tabaxi's like, you know, I got a full belly full of rum right now, <laughs> along with this child, <laughs> and it comes out this little frail thing. Please don't talk about mom. <laughs> Hi, I'm Storm on the Horizon. Hi there, Storm on the Horizon. I'm Tom of Rum. I go by Storm, and you go by Rum Tom? I go by uh, Rummy. Rummy. Great. Rummy, we uh, need somebody for our crew. We're wondering what special skills you might have that makes you fit for the job. A lot of people have uh, come to me as uh, I'm a little bit of an everyman. Uh, I have uh, made repairs on various different uh, houses and uh, have made a, a couple of repairs on uh, some of the boats. I've done a, I, as long as there's work, uh, I've been able to do anything. So you're good with your uh, your paws? Their hands, thank you very much. Well. No, no, no. It was said in um... another episode that Storm had toe beans. <laughs> I do have toe beans. Um... Do you not have toe beans, rum tum tum tum? He puts up his his paws, and yes, you do in fact see that he does have <laughs> toe beans. <laughs> They're so cute. I love toe beans. I look at mine all the time. How do you not look at them? They're so like little squishy beans, you know? Well, yes. Anything else that you can do, little palico? I've cooked for myself mostly. It, I, I, to be perfectly honest, it's uh, mostly just been uh, beans and stuff like that. Can you fight? That's like, can you, fi- <laughs> we're going to fight things. Can you fight things? I've been in a scrap or two. Can you load a cannon? Can you aim a cannon? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can definitely <laughs> aim. All right. Let me, let me write that down. Willing to kill people with <laughs> cannons. Okay. Good, good, no, good. No, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, huh? hold on. Mm-hmm. We're killing people? Uh, no, yeah. no, no, no. Target. Target practice only. Target practice guys, only. Guys, guys, they're not not going to do this. I don't know why we were pretending like we, they're not. We need you no, to be no. ready to fight. Yeah, you're going to kill people. Yeah, no, you're monsters. Gonna... Yeah. Slimes. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. The bad guys. <sighs> we're killing bad guys. Oh, for a second there, I thought you were talking about like actually going out and just like finding someone and murdering them. Oh, nah, <laughs> like not often. The, the, the cannon right in front of their face and firing? That's so dark, Yes! Honey. Yes! No, that's, no, that, no, no. We're that's talking how my, sea battles. That's how my third cousin went. That's, that's terrible. <laughs> it was a Goliath man in a place called Tavern's Teeth, and he just rolled up a big, huge cannon and fired it at his face. Okay, I'm so sorry I've, for I've heard lost. enough about you. Yeah, yeah uh, we got... Like, I think we wanted to get other things done in this episode, so I was just gonna, oh. like, I don't mean to cut you off, but... I'm oh, gonna, that's okay, that's okay. cut you off here well, real um, quick. Well, it's, um, it's been, it's been very nice, and, uh, I will, I will fight people to the death for you. That's good, that's good. That's we'll good fight, we'll, uh, we'll fight for you, too, maybe, if you make it on the boat, if we decide to hire you, you know. Thank you for coming yeah. in, thank you for stopping by. Yeah, I'll fight someone right now! I'll fight someone. No, and no. he begins walking away. He go. He goes up to uh, the horseman and he goes, "I'm gonna fight you." And he like, just gets punched once and flies across the room. Eager <laughs> <laughs> uh, to prove himself, that one. Yeah, uh, he's got quite the little personality. Chan, Chan, who would you like to talk to? I'm kind of feeling Marjorie. 
She sounds motherly, you know. I'm motherly. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I come from lizard people. We sometimes eat our own young. And I do not consider you motherly in the slightest. It's because I wouldn't eat my own young or... <laughs> you know what? If you put it that way, I guess... You, yeah, you're right. Uh, Marjorie? <laughs> Is there a Marjorie in the room? Uh, Marjorie um, approaches you. You have never seen a woman like this, but she can only be described as swarthy. It looks as if a um, Goliath and a dwarf had a child, and it just so happened to be a rather bulky, normal human being. She is roughly middle-aged. You can see that the uh, size of her hair is uh, slightly graying. She seems to be wearing, like, simple, uh, like, leather clothing, as if she has mostly been living out in the wilds. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? I'm not doing too bad. How are you? You look like a lovely sword. <laughs> you just asked us that one. But how are you? Good. Good. Oh, excellent. Good. Excellent. Sorry, I'm a little nervous. I haven't had a I haven't had a job in a while. But hi there. I am uh, Marjorie. Marjorie Locksholm. Nice to meet you. Why are you interested in being a part of our crew? Well, well, you see, I'm kind of getting on in the years, and uh, to be perfectly honest, I'm getting kind of bored. That's fair, that's <laughs> fair. What do you yeah. think you would bring to our crew? Uh, well, um, I'm a little bit of a, of a navigator, so to speak. Ooh, that's important. Indeed. Uh, mostly done work on land. Um, but I have done uh, some uh, small cartography when it comes to mapping out certain uh, seabound areas. Have especially you heard considering... of the Unknown Island? Wait, which one? The Unknown Island? I, I unfortunately can't say that I have. When it comes to mapping out the sea, it's, it's fairly minimal, I'm going to be honest with you. Do you know others in the biz? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Do you have connections? I mean, I do. I mean, I mean, I've heard of some people in, down in a down in Tavern's Teeth that might know something about that. It's the second time that name has come up. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Tavern's Town is interesting, to say the least. Maybe we gotta check it out. Maybe. Wait, I'm trying to remember what what Rummy just told us. Uh, Goliath a rolled a cannon up to his third cousin and then blasted it into his face. And yeah, she's what... part Goliath. She does look part Goliath, yes. Mm. Okay, okay. If if those dots are meant to be connected, I guess I'll connect them later. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> can can you fight um, if I'm the only one going to ask you questions, apparently? <laughs> I've wrestled my good fair share of boar, snakes, crocodiles. Uh, how willing are you to uh, kill people? Yeah, because apparently that's something we need to know. Some people are just ready to step up and let us know, hey, I'm, I'm up for a killing. I'm not going to say that I haven't done that before. Won't so say you're... that I have. <laughs> Could you just say that you have? I mean, this is completely under the table, right? Well, well, the table's below us right now, so no. I, I can get under the table if you'd like me to get under the table. Yeah, we'll, well meet I you can, down I there. Can, okay, we'll meet <laughs> under the table. Uh, you guys <laughs> you guys all go into uh, underneath the table. She goes into a full burpee stance, and she goes, yeah, I fucking killed some people. Oh, hell yeah. All right, that's all we needed to know. Back up, uh, back up top. I have my pen and paper up top to make that note. Don't 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 make that note. Don't make that note. Don't. This is well, off the books. Well, how will I remember later when we're making the deliberations? 
Could you just remember? Probably not. He sometimes forgets about breakfast. It's like the most important meal of the day. You'd think so, wouldn't you? You gotta eat that. Back off, lady. Guys, I go to the bathroom for two minutes and you're all under the table. <laughs> I peek up and I and I like motion storm. Come, come on, come on, come on, come here. What? We've got okay. good news. Get under here. Get under here. All right. Can you can you tell her to bring my pen and paper? Yeah, bring the pen and paper. I'm already here. Ah. Dang it. <laughs> all right. Good news. See, I forgot what you said. Can you say it again? She goes from the burpee stance into a stand, and then she comes back down with your with your pen and paper, and goes, "Fine, just just don't don't talk about it much, okay?" Okay. What are we not talking about? She I kills don't remember. People. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. Us too. Yeah, we do that. Twiggly starts scribbling. I fear for the small one. I think he has like a the no, memory no. of a goldfish. He's incredibly incredibly vicious you should see him in battle he does like 60 damage it's incredible shit i think it's because he forgets things that he he forgets how strong he is and that's kind of you guys keep talking i don't remember what i was writing down <laughs> i kill people you what <laughs> <laughs> all right are we done being underneath the table yeah my my tail is kind of squished uh she gets out from uh under the table Twiggly hits his head on the way up. <laughs> oh! You're so small. Of all the days. The last five minutes have been so rough. Did you, did you forget that there was a table up there? I don't remember. Did I forget? Uh, thank you, Marjorie. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Um, I think we got everything we needed. Uh, hold we'll on, did we interview her? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. I hardly have anything written down except for. Oh my God! You kill people, Twiggly. <laughs> Twiggly, take a lap. Take a lap. Okay, you guys interview the last person without me, I guess. No, just like walk around and come back here refreshed. We'll wait. All right, all right. We have one more. We have one more person to interview. Is there a Marjorie Lockshome here? <laughs> oh, wait, no. Do we? Oh, man. She just starts turning around. And she just was about to leave, and then she turns no, no, around. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. I just. She looks like she's willing to kill people. Do you think she is? <laughs> wait a minute. Looks at his notebook. Oh, my God. Fortuna Green Clover. Moving over toward you is a very young woman. Uh, probably in her early 20s. She has absolutely vibrant blonde hair. As you're, as you're looking at her, you can almost see that her hair just has like this unreal glow to it. Uh, she has these wild green eyes and she sits down uh, in front of you. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for asking. It was very kind of you. I appreciated it. Did you say what her race is? Make an insight check. Natural 20. She seems human, but as you basically look at her and look through her, you can, you've heard of these uh, people before, but this is an Azamar. Oh, I would be able to tell she's an Azmir. You got a nat hmm. 20. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I wasn't going to give it to you anyway in in any other uh, format. But, hey, um, uh, John and Twiggly, could I talk to you under the table for just a minute? Uh-huh. It was just... Okay. okay. Just, okay. Uh, we'll be right back for Fortuna. 
yeah, here, talk with our associate. And I, and I plop Blech on top of the table. <laughs> Do you have a resume? <laughs> Leafly appears in the chair that Twiggly was sitting in, and he uh, clicks his pen and just starts writing every movement that Fortuna makes. He's making detailed notes. Where do you see yourself in five years? Well, hopefully at this job. Uh, can you tell me one good thing and one bad trait about yourself? Storm, are you sure? <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, I didn't even believe they, believe they existed, really. Yeah, no, I'm um, cool. Well, a, a good quality is that I am I am very willing and uh, uh, eager to be working. <laughs> and uh, uh, my bad she quality like is that powerful. I work too much. <laughs> That's a very good answer. Storm's going to pop back up. Hi, hi, I'm Storm on the Horizon. Hi, Storm, I'm Fortuna. Hi, Fortuna. Um, she pulls John and Twiggly out from under the table. Twiggly just teleports trading places with Leafly, so now Leafly <laughs> is just under the table. <laughs> Leafly then starts scrambling back up under the other side of Twiggly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you, and you look down and you see a notebook that says, Forward. Backward, left, right. <laughs> Scratch temple. So, Fortuna, how are your battle skills? I haven't really done much of that, personally. But I'm willing to learn. You guys do train your employees here, right? Yeah, we've got a video series. <laughs> <laughs> we've been considering starting a podcast about it, yeah. It's a black and white film starring Keglin. She's walking you through all the steps. <laughs> she had all of her legs and arms back then, too. <laughs> so what, um... What's... She teaches, like, the safety instructions. <laughs> She's like, always make sure to wear your bomb-proof gloves. <laughs> I like to imagine that this entire like this entire thing like at the very beginning she has all of her limbs but as the video goes <laughs> on she just starts and, and that's why we wear our bomb proof gloves kids no, it's fine. She, doesn't, she doesn't speak at all it's like Polly doing the like well you've just been hired congratulations like, that kind of <laughs> She's just pantomiming oh losing limbs as she goes. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got a training system in place. It's more of a montage, but I think you'll enjoy it. Oh, that's I, I enjoy a lot of things. I think I would enjoy it too. Mm-hmm. And um, she smiles very big. Is there anything that you feel like you bring to the table? Or any skills you have? My shining personality? Fortuna. You gotta, yes. you gotta be honest with us. If you really want this job, you gotta, you gotta give us something to work with. Well, uh, I, I am eager to learn about everything that you guys uh, have to do. Uh, does, does, does being an Asmar help? Yes. Like I'm half celestial. That's awesome, right? Yes, being an Asmir uh, absolutely helps. Can you Asimar. teach me some flying techniques? I'm trying to get used to flying. Kinda. I think I can only do it for like a minute or so. I think you can only go 30 feet off the ground, too. Anyway, all right, so other than being, like, half-angel, there's not really... You're like a demigod, but Um, no other special skills or... You just said, okay, apart from being part god, like, what can you (laughs) offer us? 
I'm malleable. I can pretty much do whatever you need me to do, or at least learn how to do it. That's good. That that was a very good answer for Tuna. Yeah, you, you're a lump of clay, ready for us to mold you. Yeah, I'll mold you. God. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, we haven't even hired her yet. It's already a no, sexual harassment no, case. No, no, no. I didn't mean it like that. Storm didn't mean it like that. Shelby was just like basically saying she'd be willing to teach her and it came out so bad (laughs) (laughs) you see that you see that the smile that she has remains but her eyes definitely show just like oh no (laughs) no 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 like i'll be a really good teacher is what i mean like Uh, i'm a pretty good teacher her eyes brighten up yeah i have i have celestial friends you know friends in high places basically i'm best friends with a goddess so uh oh really which one Salune. Oh, the uh, the moon goddess? Yeah. Yeah, she's my BFF. We text really? every night. Yeah. That's awesome. What do you text about? Uh, the moon. Uh, if it's waxing or waning, Um, how bright it is, if the clouds are covering it, you know, stuff like that. Sometimes I ask her for advice, but usually she just, like, sends a little gust of wind, and I don't know what that means, but... I want to know who uh, who her god is. I don't think that's an appropriate question for an Asmar. Well, yeah, that's not really an appropriate question for an Asmar. Oh no, no, it's not, I understand. She doesn't like worship them. No, no, that makes sense. If you don't want to um, be fully upfront with your new to... employers, that's 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 fair. Twig, we, we gotta draw us. the line somewhere. We asked people if they were willing to kill for us. Yeah, I'm telling you, this is the line. Did anyone say anything in response to that? Oh my God, Mar- Marjorie! <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> All right, you're free to go. I'm sorry for freaking you out. It, she, that's okay. We'll she let doesn't you know. want the job anymore. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm kind of surprised. I'm gonna say this, but Meat Thresher was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm feeling that too, actually. It's for me. It's between it's between Tom of Rum and and Marjorie. Storm thoughts. Marjorie did say she would kill people. She did what? <laughs> How long can we keep this bit going? I think oh, yeah, that's been no, way more than three. No, that's probably is... about seven or eight. Oh, oh I yeah. forgot about them. I was counting and then I forgot the number I was getting to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I liked them all. Like, usually I have this guttural, like, do not hire that person. Like, do you guys remember when um, Wretched took, like, soup out of his beard? Yeah, I didn't have one of those moments this time. So I, I don't. I don't think Fortuna and us get along on a just a, on a personal level. I didn't get I that agree. vibe that she enjoyed the conversation too much, which is fair. I did like meet Thresher's personality and his crocodileness. Okay, you know what? Tom of Rum, not such a good fighter. However, he's got chutzpah. And uh, he's good at fixing things. That could come in handy with two boats now. That's true. Yeah, that's he could th- be our fixing man. That's something we don't really have represented. And, and I really liked Marjorie, but um, just skill-wise, I think it makes sense to go with Tom of Rum. And you know, it'd be nice to have another cat around. Chan's got Pickle, even though he's not the same. <laughs> They're both like lizard dudes, so that, that's close enough. And he'll have Meat Thresher now. Oh, we're picking and two? Yes. Yeah, you guys get two. <laughs> oh, sweet. 
Yeah, then then meet meet guy and uh tummy tummy boy. <laughs> I like how the 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 names have devolved already into nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> so we we delivered our deliberations to the candidates. Uh, and they immediately start packing their things to be ready to leave. You see that the back of your newest smallest ship, i.e. the Biddy Bumbler, has now been properly named. Who's, like, calling the shots on the little ship? Well, you're you know, the like... smallest. Rude storm. Just being honest. I might, I might hit my head if I go down there. So I don't get to hang out with you guys anymore? Well, you can, no, like, yell things have... from this ship to them. No, if you put Leafly on our boat and you stay on that boat, you can just go back and forth. I don't get to hang out with you guys. I have to be... Our boats have to be so close in order for me to use Leafly. Okay, <laughs> fine. Um... Reginald steps forward and goes, Um, well, we could probably have a magical means of conveying information from one boat to the other in regards to your commands. Like, whoever you put on the other boat will probably be able to follow your orders so long as, I guess, Pickle, or maybe even Rare, stays on one of these boats. And we can convey information back and forth. Why don't you go be the the baby captain on the baby ship? All right, then. Reginald, Rare, and Meat Grinder, does that sound good to you guys? Is that is that enough? That's plenty. I appreciate the... Are you sure you don't need B-Guy, too? Are you sure? Oh, yeah, you might need to take B-Guy. Okay, um, well, uh, so so four people on this boat and then everyone else on the other boat? Uh Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. take B-Guy. He really, really needs to be with you guys. All right, then. It is an honor to have received this promotion, Commodores. That was just a great episode today. I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. I should follow these folks on Twitter and let all my friends know about them. They're like on, you know, a million different platforms, so there's no excuses for my friends not to listen. That definitely wasn't heavy-handed or anything, was it? <laughs>